0: Hey, I'm Tyler, and I'm Katie. You're listening to Nostalgia, the podcast brought to you by the disappointment when you wake up one morning and realize that your house is never going to look like the Barbie dream house with the elevator. Aww, we had the Barbie dream house. It was pretty great. <laughs> we wore that elevator out though. Oh. Those Barbies were always riding that
1: elevator. Oh. Did just... it did it actually wear out? Like it stopped functioning, or no. just the, the string was getting a little threadbare? It was a little, it, it was, was a little perilous. slow at
0: the end. <laughs> but yeah, you just you'd crank the elevator. Those Barbies—they were riding the elevator for reasons they didn't need the elevator. They could have used the stairs. It's not like they were moving anything. Maybe those Barbies had some sort of disability. You know what? In some of the storylines, they did.
1: Here's a question: Did your moldy bathtub Barbie ever do? Uh, she a character in your dream house?
0: Before her head had to pop off because she was full of mold. Yes,
1: actually. Yeah. I forget when we talked. She was a
0: marine biologist. <laughs>
1: Hey guys on our Zoom Beanies episode if you're wondering what we're talking about, uh moldy Barbie. She was <laughs> so wait, you gave them jobs? Oh my god. What were some of the other jobs your Barbies had?
0: You clearly did not engage in an imaginative enough play because <laughs> our Barbies were always getting surgeries and having to be taken care of. Surgeries.
1: Oh yeah. Did you have a Ken? Was there a um, male?
0: We we did not have a Ken, however, we did have an Aladdin. <laughs>
1: Like a Barbie-sized salad or yeah, was he like, smaller? He, he was 12 inches? He was
0: basically a Ken doll. Yeah. But he had a little fez on. Wow. Yeah. And he did have the harem pants, which was <laughs> a choice. We absolutely invented storylines for these Barbies. We didn't just stare at them and put them on the elevator no, and make the, them ride It's not the
1: storylines that I'm, I'm questioning. It's the jobs. Crack no. me up. I love that they have jobs. Oh, my
0: God. It, it was like a soap opera. Yeah, that's
1: exactly yeah. what it sounds like.
0: Yeah. There was always betrayal.
1: Always. Like after, after a surgery? Yeah. <laughs> I'm in a weakened state recovering yeah. from my surgery. So Aladdin, why have you betrayed me? Yeah.
0: <laughs> it was very intense.
1: Lower <laughs> me in the elevator. <laughs>
0: they would fight. Just and smash their hard bodies together.
1: And these were real bar. We've discussed your Barbies before, but yeah. remind me, these were legit Barbies. Most they weren't of them verbals. were
0: real Barbies. Did you say Gerbils? <laughs>
1: Burbles. I said whatever the off. Most Barbie of them was. were
0: real Barbies, but some of them definitely were like dollar bin Barbies. Could
1: you tell the difference? Oh, as absolutely. A child? Because
0: a real Barbie is like they have heft and weight, mm-hmm. right? And a dollar bin Barbie is just hollow plastic. Like you could, we could wing them really easily.
1: <laughs> Poor dollar store Barbie, hollow inside, yeah. empty.
0: There was always a lot of outfit changes.
1: So again, as a as someone who didn't play with Barbies, uh, because of the extremely gendered you nature, you missed out. Our childhood toys, so Barbies had, my questions may seem very obvious and dumb, but Barbies had soft clothes. That was a mm-hmm. big appeal of the Barbie doll, right? Yeah. You could change the outfits. Yeah.
0: We had a whole trunk full of Barbie outfits. Like a little tiny trunk? No, like a, like a, the kind of suitcase that like a lady in the forties would carry, <laughs> like a big square case. <laughs> so we had this big square, like, I guess it was like a hat case maybe, mm-hmm. or like a, like a makeup case or something. Mm-hmm. And it was full. To the brim with official Barbie clothes, dollar bin Barbie clothes, homemade Barbie clothes. Oh,
1: wow. that's a whole Barbie clothes level.
0: that like your Nana made you Uh uh-huh. delight.
1: Kate, speaking of childhood memories, you know, the whole theme of our podcast. I'm going to play you this clip uh, and you can tell me if you've ever seen it. This was at the beginning. It was like a preview at the beginning of a lot of VHS tapes that I saw as a kid. So we'll see if it was on any you saw. Go ahead and grab okay. your headphones because the music is... It's vital here.
0: Is it très nostalgique?
1: Yeah. For those at home who want to play along, you can go on YouTube and look up the Paramount Family Classics trailer from 1996.
0: How do they know that they're classics already?
1: We'll get to that. Okay. They do know. Paramount Home Video introduces Paramount Family Favorites, a collection of memorable feature films perfect for the entire family. Not family favorites. Did I say classics? Yes.
0: Who are these kids? Are they the Peanuts? Yes. Alright, so it's the Happy Days theme and various clips.
1: Do you recognize any of these films? No,
0: no, I don't.
1: Luckily they're gonna tell you the titles.
0: Isn't that that child gangster movie?
1: <laughs> Bugsy Malone, yep.
0: Wait, no. Do
1: you know A Dog of Flanders?
0: No. Uh, are you gonna make me watch all of these? Yes. <laughs> oh my god, no! <laughs> I do know Charlotte's Web. Well, yeah.
1: yeah. Charlotte's Web's a gimme here. It's a classic that we, I think, it was, it was even on TV during our our childhood years.
0: They made a Popeye movie.
1: Yeah, did you see who's Popeye? No. It's Robin Williams.
0: Oh, all right And yeah. Shelley Duvall. There's just so much happening. Why did Charlie Brown just get kissed on the lips? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that
0: kid in the Lassie movie has a bandana it's
1: headband, Lassie. and
0: it is. <laughs> Fire. Straight fire.
1: I feel like they saved the weird stuff for the end of this preview.
0: I guess they're hoping that you didn't make it this far. They're just really playing the Happy Days theme
1: over and over and over. It's the, it's the whole, it's the extended version, I think. Three and a half minutes long.
0: Why is everyone screaming?
1: <laughs> make all your days happy by watching these movies. What are your reactions? It was a that?
0: little overwhelming. Mm-hmm. I, I saw a lot of different tiny previews. Um, <laughs> I have a question for you. Yes. After watching this, did this make you like super hype and you wanted to watch all of these or were you just kind of like
1: somewhere in between? So my issue with this is I would see this preview a lot. It was on particularly, I know it was on a Rugrats tape that we had uh-huh. And this, you know, always played before, and I didn't know how to fast forward yet, so I'd watch it. I wanted to watch all these movies. I liked this, the Happy Days theme song. I mean, come on, it's kind of dumb, but it, it makes you feel good. Or you're just like, when will this end? Played pretty long, I don't know. There's <laughs> only two minutes, there's two minutes and 15 seconds. But it would play, and I would be fascinated, especially by some of the, like, the pre-hysteria clip with the little tiny dinosaurs mm. and the aliens and the big dragon. And I'd be like, that's cool, I would like to see these movies. But I never said that out loud to my parents, who, you know, could control whether or not I could see a movie. So I have never seen any of these movies except for Charlotte's Web, probably. Okay. Uh, but I've always kind of wanted to, and obviously I've forgotten about this for decades now. And somehow it resurfaced. I don't know how it came back to my attention.
0: Probably in like a fever dream.
1: After you got the second COVID vaccine. (laughs) Very possible. But when I looked it up and watched it, I was like, oh my God. Like I've seen this trailer so many times and I've never seen these movies. So this is a very unique kind of nostalgia. I think that we're going to explore in this new series, this mini series within our podcast. I have nostalgic feelings for this preview for movies I have never even seen. You know, normally we watch things I've seen and you haven't, so this will be an interesting little experiment.
0: This is like some hidden brain stuff. (laughs) Shankar, if you're listening. Shankar (laughs) Bhathatham
1: from Hidden Brain. Surely you're listening. Uh, What would you do if you got an email from him after that? Oh, I would just die. And then I'd ask him to have lunch. Would that be like me when I got my email from Ronald McDonald? Yes. I got an email from... Shankar Badankar. I got an email from Shankar Badankar. <laughs> kind of has the same cadence as Donald. Um, McDonald. Okay, Kate, so let's let's do some background here. Oh, God. From 1996 to 2001, Paramount Pictures, you know, the movie studio, they released a line of VHS tapes called Paramount Family Favorites. And these are a mix of old and new Paramount movies, okay, that are specifically geared, obviously, towards kids and families. So a bunch okay. of kid movies. So Nickelodeon is owned by Viacom... Viacom acquired Paramount in 1994, so that's why this ended up on the Rugrats. Rugrats. That's how this ended up on the Rugrats tape that I watched over uh-huh. and over and over again as a kid. Yeah, I've never seen any of these movies except Charlotte's Web, and even that has hazy memories. What, you said you've seen Charlotte's Web. Oh, definitely. Did my grandma definitely had the tape. Grandma did. Okay, we'll talk about that when we get to our Charlotte's Web episode. But I've always wanted to watch these, so I'm ready to finally fulfill my childhood destiny of watching the entire series of Paramount family favorites. If you'll deign to join me. Sorry, Kate.
0: I always deign, so.
1: Just remember, some quotes that I think will be important to remind you, for better or worse, in sickness and health. And this is a sickness that I have that I want to watch these, so here we are. And I think this collection is a really good representation of not just my childhood experience, I think everybody, especially when we grew up, of like, you don't know when things are from. It's like that childhood experience of not knowing the age of things and just mm. it's all jumbled together. You have Lassie, but is an old thing, but they made a 90s movie and that's in this collection. But then there's a the Dog of Flanders, which is from 1960. You're just like, I don't know when anything's from. It's using the Happy Days theme. Happy Days was on Nick at Night at the same time this was happening, a show about the 50s that was made in the 70s that I was watching in the 90s. So it's just this weird jumbled experience of all sorts of media from all different eras.
0: Let's exercise this demon in the way that only a 12 part podcast
1: series can. <laughs> 13.
0: Oh Jesus. 13. So, so yeah. You know what? That's the that's the devil's number. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's do it. We're going to take the unusual step here of all of our next 13 normal episodes that you'll hear on Wednesdays are going to be these movies, okay? We're going to tell you a week in advance what the next movie is, so if you want to play along at home, you can. Kate, I wanted to let you choose where to start here. I'm going to let you steer the uh, the order here. So, Great. I'm going to read the names of the movies to you with a one-sentence description, and then you can pick what you want to watch first, right? i be thrilled. <clears throat> and these are in no particular order. Number one, Andre. The movie about a little girl who's friends with a seal.
0: I do like seals.
1: Sounds like something you would do as a little girl. Number two, Bon Voyage, Charlie Brown, and Don't Come Back. Charlie Brown goes to France as a foreign exchange student. (laughs) And gets kissed on the lips, apparently. Number three, Popeye. The 1980 musical movie directed by uh, legendary director Robert Altman, uh, starring Robin Williams and Shelley Duvall. Four, Explorers. Kids, build a spacecraft. It's Ethan Hawke and River Phoenix's first movie. Number six, Daryl, which is an acronym, D-A-R-Y-L. An artificial intelligence that looks like a 10-year-old boy. That's all I got. I don't know all the details there. Uh, number seven, Bugsy Malone, kids as 1920s gangsters, starring Jodie Foster and Scott Baio. Number eight, pre-hysteria, little tiny claymation dinosaurs that like live with a family. Number nine, Dragon World, a little boy and a baby dragon are friends in Scotland. Number 10. Searching for Bobby Fisher. It's about it's a true based on a true story about a child chess prodigy. Number eleven, A Dog of Flanders. A Flemish boy is friends with a dog. <laughs> number twelve, Charlotte's Web needs no introduction. It's the famous Hanna Barbera cartoon version with Debbie Reynolds. And number thirteen, Lassie. Again, I don't know what to write. It's the '90s version of Lassie.
0: Yeah, that boy wearing a bandana. So, okay.
1: Weigh your decision. Too. You're going to watch them all, so you can pick the first one, and then of course you can pick what next week's will be as well.
0: I think we're going to explore. The moral panic surrounding youth gangs by watching Bugsy, Bugsy Malone. Malone.
1: The first one um, in the uh, Paramount preview here. Yeah, Fun fact. <laughs> yes.
0: I once played in the Pit Band for the musical version of Bugsy Malone, also starring children, which was not very good. How
1: old were you? What grade were you in when this When happened? I was
0: playing in the Pit Band? I don't know, like 10th or 11th grade. Okay, so
1: this was a high school production? No, it was a
0: middle school production, but okay. they needed a clarinet player. And obviously...
1: You were in... I had to
0: step in. It's not a very fun musical to play. The music's not very good. Oh, so
1: like... it's just not its just not fun to play. It's not like there was yeah. drama behind the no, scenes. No, it's, it's, just, just it's just boring. boring music. Got it. All right, well, let's cue up Bugsy Malone. Now I gotta do the Bugsy Malone background. All right, Kate, Bugsy Malone, the movie version, which is how it originated, it was a movie first, premiered on September 15th, 1976... It was written and directed by Alan Parker and he based it on stories he would make up to entertain his children. Like he talks about he would go for these, he'd be driving long distances with his children Mm -hmm. and he'd be like, uh... You ever hear about Bugsy Malone, the gay child gangster? And that's how that happened. The music is by Paul Williams, that music that you did not enjoy playing in the yeah. pit uh, band. And it's a musical about 1920s New York gangsters, but all the characters are played by children. Even, so they're playing adult characters. They're not supposed to be children in the story, but they are played by children.
0: It just seems like very high concept, but also creepy.
1: <laughs> right? Like... <laughs> a little bit. And this is Scott Bayo, like, a minute before he started playing Fonzie's younger cousin, Chachi, on Happy Days. Interesting. With the Happy Days theme song, the, the plot thickens. Oh. Not really. Jodie Foster plays Tallulah, the gun mall.
0: <laughs> what year was this made?
1: 1976.
0: This is just too weird. And they're,
1: they're, like, teenagers, Scott Bayo and Jodie Foster at this point. Youngish teenagers. And, I mean, come on, this is a, it's It is creepy, but it's kind of an interesting concept. It just feels so creepy. And you, you famously have uh problems with child actors you don't you I tend do. to not like yeah. child actors is that yeah. true so we'll see how. mostly this...
0: it's like the child actors that you would see in movies from like the 30s mm-hmm. and golly 40s. mister i'm yeah. sorry yeah
1: like that kind of thing okay.
0: where it's like you're you're trying to watch the 10 commandments and then you got that kid with that <laughs> like a club on he's like hello my father and you're like jesus
1: <laughs> get away grow up what decade <laughs> did you grow up in
0: sometimes you listen you got to watch the ten commandments it's coming up oh no sometimes you just got to watch a four-hour movie oh. all right let's keep this moving keep this moving boy
1: uh but you're <laughs> those, so those kid actors you hate okay to be fair they're from a while ago yeah they're from further back but also they're normally playing kids here these kid actors are playing adults so maybe that'll make it better worse? Right. It was adapted for the stage in 1983 when it premiered on the West End. Our middle school did it. Good to know you played in the pit, that's so funny. And it received mixed reviews at the time. It didn't make a lot of money in the United States, but it did awesome in the United Kingdom for some reason. I don't know why it did better there, but that's the story of Bugsy Malone. And then it got some new life in 1996 when Paramount re-released it. Hooray. Let's, let's check it out. You know, you're aces, Bugsy. I've always found you kind of special. Careful. You're racing my motor. Oh, come on, Bugsy. Give a girl a break. Uh, Are you sure you got the right fella? You're not like all those other saps. No? No. You've got lovely brown eyes. (laughs) They'll be lovely black eyes if fast Sam catches us. How about smearing my lipstick? Careful, Tallulah. Comedy close? I have to call my lawyer. Why is this oil that man banging a gun? In yeah, the very this first thing. This could be thing, the best part of the whole movie. <laughs> the moment the movie starts, there's an adult man shirtless hitting a gun, and he's oily. Uh, that was just the logo for that production company. Seems like a weird way to open this movie. So
0: this is a, a gang in the twenties, right? Which and, and gangs in the twenties are like. Primarily based on, like, violence and prohibition, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yes. are these kids going to drink alcohol?
1: So when you were playing The Pit, I guess you weren't... I was not know, listening. You weren't listening to the story? This was the worst show I've ever played. This
0: delivery is not good. <laughs> oh, Scott Baio. So Scott Baio's trying to do, like, a... It's like a New like York a accent. Brooklyn accent, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, they're so tiny. <laughs> See? Why are these gangsters so tiny? Look at the one on the left.
1: He's got a mustache. Look at the guy with the mustache.
0: He's, like, four feet tall. <laughs> Oh my god, I hate these kid actors already. Oh my god, they I just so, shot this kid!
1: No, their guns are full of, like, whipped Shaving cream
0: or cream. yeah. But, like, it's implied that these kids are really dying, right? More or less, yeah. I'm having traumatic flashbacks
1: from this music. Yeah, you know, this song, was this... Ugh. Would you like to play along?
0: No. How does Scotty Bayo manage to look 40 in this movie? <laughs> Why is he so lumpy? Are they driving
1: tiny cars? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're gonna have a good time in this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thing I've ever seen oh holy smokes <laughs>
1: I'm surprised you didn't have this. I stake. wish I
0: could drive a tiny car! Oh my god!
1: I feel like you would have liked this.
0: <laughs> That's the funniest thing I've seen in, in like a full year. <laughs> Look at all these children drinking alcohol at a speakeasy.
1: <laughs> no, what what are is they
0: happening? Drinking? All these tiny children in double-breasted suits is just hilarious. <laughs> so, this little boy playing the piano has the voice <laughs> of like a 60-year-old man who's <laughs> been it's... smoking for years. It's very sad that all these, like, girls
1: have to be cigarette girls. Okay, the 1920s were a very sad time for women. Oh, is that Jodie Foster? I don't know. I think so. Oh yes, it absolutely That's is Jodie Foster. And Foster. She looks pretty much the same.
0: <laughs> That's the real question. What kind of moisturizing <laughs> cream has Jodie Foster used for the past 40 years? Jesus Christ. Like every musical involving children, there's always one kid in the, the chorus line who really doesn't know all the steps.
1: <laughs> She's <laughs> trying.
0: What the hell is happening?
1: In this little Italian restaurant.
0: These kids don't even know how to cut food. This is an extremely violent city. <laughs> is this a movie about, like, weapons trafficking? the delivery on on some of these lines is like not well, not every kid actor can be uh
1: can be Scott Bayo.
0: All right. So Jodie Foster, the actress, she's always been somehow at age 13 delivering lines better than <laughs> Most grown actors that I've seen. <laughs>
1: Alright, Jody. Yeah, it is interesting. You can just tell that yeah, she's some, she some very skilled. Some as an of these actors.
0: actors are gonna be actors and some <laughs> of these actors are not gonna be right. actors. These
1: like music sequences are entirely too long. <laughs> as much as I loved the preview that had all these movies in it, if I started watching this, there's no way mm-hmm. I would have made it. You
0: A would have not understood like a single thing happening. Correct.
1: And B <laughs> I would have been like, This is slow and boring. You would have been bored. I'm going, Why aren't they shooting each other more? <laughs> And driving more little cars. I want to hear this kid sing about his dream. This poor overworked 12-year-old waitress. We just need some more Jodie Foster to grace us with her acting ability here. They're underusing her.
0: Jodie Foster is a balm for our weary souls in this movie. (laughs) Just one perfectly delivered line. That's all I want. (laughs) The delivery on these lines is terrible. I keep saying it, but it's also like... The amount of 1920s slang that they're trying to shoehorn in here. It's like, look, Buster. Hey, Buster. (laughs) They just keep saying Buster over and over again. (laughs) Also, when these kids lip sync... They have no emotions behind their eyes. Look
1: at them. I think they're working real hard just to match the mouth.
0: Oh my god, Jodie Foster's eyebrow raise that she just did had more <laughs> a- more acting behind it than pretty much any other thing in this movie. <laughs> is that a child-sized pool table? Oh my gosh. I just love when things are miniature. This is terrible. I really feel for uh, Tallulah, you know? Sometimes you think you're going to end up with a Bugsy Malone and you get a fat Sam. Bugsy Malone's
1: no catch in this movie. No, though. no one's
0: a catch in this movie. They're, they're 12. The amount of Brill Cream that's on these kids is like not oh. well, it's not okay.
1: I wish I had some hair so I could put Brill Cream in. Brill Cream this smells so good.
0: The middle part on Scottie Bayo, too, is just a lot. <laughs> She's just down to child scotch, which I'm assuming is a Pepsi. I'm just so confused. Like, why would they make this? Ah, yes, the female dichotomy, cute or terrible. <laughs> She's lobotomized?
1: She really is staring out the window. And her <laughs> mouth is open. <laughs> no expression. The Bugsy Malone theme is so weird. It's
0: so weird gonna go drown her in a lake what's what is he doing going out, going
1: out for a swim this is what kids would do on a date he's like look, look watch me swing from this tree branch
0: <laughs> i mean i guess this is what people did in the 20s also <laughs> there's true. like no internet hey, look, they you nice can't show boat. each other memes <laughs>
1: that's all we do anymore our love language is memes
0: and at the end of your kid date you get hot dogs even stop talking to that trash pile also, the other headlines on this thing is, like, airliner lost in storm. No, duh! It's got a 12-year-old piloting it. It's probably pedal card. This is just so intense,
1: all this stuff that keeps happening.
0: I know. There's, like, a kid with a tomahawk. <laughs> Look at him. He's got a huge axe. Again, the grown people singing for the children so is cute. so unsettling. Yeah.
1: I can tell if you got it in you. I've trained the best. While
0: well, you work and you sweat and you bet because you train you a stop Then you to lose your mind when you find that your boy has a glass jaw. So you might as well quit If
1: you haven't got it Put him in the ring, Joe, look at what you found We can use a fun pushing him around We'll show him
0: the ropes And destroy his hopes You know, I think I hated this song so much When this chorus, put him in the ring, Joe, put him to the test We had to hit this block of wood so hard to keep the kids on beat And it would they would literally go, put him in the ring, Joe, put him on the test And they would dance like this
1: Katie's swinging her arms up and down like Johnny Bravo doing The Monkey right now. Also- They were middle schoolers, just like just, these kids. I know,
0: I know, but just imagine this rehearse like rehearsing this like a hundred times and it just <laughs> never was right. Oh my
1: god. Wow, their gun exploded and he died. I'd
0: killed Knuckles. Is that a kid with her kid?
1: <laughs> yeah, that kid had a smaller kid as her child. Yeah, good catch. Your kids put all these guns in a bag.
0: <laughs> Who applied that mustache to that kid? Alright, so now there's like a massive gun battle inside this speakeasy. An
1: insane shootout. People are dying left and right. Every time someone gets hit with whipped cream here, imagine it's brains shooting out. Now, prior to this moment, anytime somebody got shot, they died.
0: Yes, absolutely. In this
1: scene, you're seeing characters get hit in the face with a pie and then be able to get up and throw their own pie and shoot their own gun. Which is a
0: little confusing.
1: Yeah, the rules have changed.
0: yeah, Yeah, the rules are out the window. Also there's some kind of fireworks
1: there's going on. Smoke in here. Why is this so <laughs> insane?
0: I don't know how these rules work.
1: They don't anymore. Okay. Earlier in the movie this would be an absolute bloodbath, but now everybody's fine.
0: Uh oh, we're gonna get healed with the power of music. <gasps> we can look everyone's friends. It's over.
1: Covered in blood.
0: Yep. This is like a Tarantino film. If you replace the if you replace yeah. the shaving
1: cream well, right. with, with blood. Which is what it was supposed to be. I guess that's there's the A point. priest
0: here, kid <laughs> priest. <laughs> this is the weirdest thing we've watched for this podcast. You think? Hands down. Well,
1: Kate, okay, there's 12 more movies oh on this God. list to get through and I I don't know.
0: It's like a kid opens their mouth and the voice of a 60-year-old comes out. You're just like, "Oh, this is startling." Ah,
1: uh, yeah, it's so weird.
0: It just is so confusing. that was probably the weirdest thing i've ever seen it was just a lot yeah what do you think it it wasn't good but it was good to make fun of
1: okay you enjoyed you at least had some redeeming qualities to watching it because yeah. you could you could say why
0: would they make this yes. as many over times over, as you want it over again this is something that i never want to see again and really brought up like a lot of long long hours spent in a band pit some feeling
1: really bored
0: <laughs> With, like, not even the mental desire or energy to follow the plot of the musical. Right.
1: So there's absolutely... You started having memories, as we all heard. Yeah. When songs would come up. But there is no no memory of the premise no. beyond Kid Gangsters or anything like that. Okay.
0: I was confused because when I was doing the pit for this, I thought this was like an adaptation of adult oh, gangsters. You
1: didn't realize that. I was, was like, was... it's
0: kind of weird that I, there are all these kids, but...
1: It works... Well, not that it works, but I think it works a lot better in the movie because like, kids, especially middle schools, often do productions of yeah. shows that normally star adults, and it's kind of cute and it's kind of funny, but you're but right. Generally ill-advised. <laughs> I'll never forget the Les Mis that we saw once. <laughs> a middle school Les Mis was absolutely insane.
0: I watched a kid hit puberty on stage. <laughs>
1: His voice did change, I think, midway through the show. Was that Jean Valjean or was that, uh... Oh,
0: that was Jean Valjean. That was Jean
1: Valjean. Anyway, but yeah, for this show, like, the novelty is built right into the musical, like, the movie version.
0: The whole movie is uncomfortable because I feel like there's, like, these spaces, right, that these kids are occupying are traditionally adult spaces, right? And the things that they're doing are traditionally, like, reserved for, like, the worst adults.
1: Right. And it's like, initially, some of it is kind of funny because you're like, oh, oh ha, ha, kid gangsters. This. And then
0: you're like, oh, this feels really inappropriate. Yeah, it just yeah,
1: it's just too weird. All right, so there's one down. Not is that, winner. would you consider that a, a family favorite? Oh, my <laughs> God. God. Paramount family favorites. If my
0: family made me try to watch this, I would pick a different family. <laughs> if you and your family loved this, write to me, and I'll tell you what's wrong with your family.
1: <laughs> no, if you really did like this, let us know. We want to hear about your experience watching it because we didn't get to see it as kids. And the inherent issue with this entire the the biggest question we ever have on this show every week is is any of this stuff good if you didn't see it as a kid? So this one, I guess we're both gonna. Sounds like we're both in agreement it's on, be on a no. Big,
0: a big old pass.
1: So Kate, okay, tell, pick a second movie here so okay. everybody knows what to watch for next week.
0: I'm gonna pick Popeye with Robin Williams. Whoa. And Shelly Duvall, who I think is like off the deep end. I can't tell. Shelley
1: Duvall today, yes, is, all, yeah, she is has sad, sadly now. off like, the deep end. Yeah, like I think she thinks Robin Williams' ghost communicates with her and all stuff. Oh right. Okay, so next week it's Popeye. I've never seen it. I've always wanted to. So hopefully you guys are ready for uh, this little weird mini-series. I don't think we've ever done something so specific and so uh, consistent here on our show. Tune in next week for Popeye. Play along at home. Check out Popeye in between now and then. And we'll keep this train moving. Find all our past episodes at Nostalgia.org. We're not taking recommendations right this second because we're working on these movies, but you're welcome to send them in and we will. We'll get to all of them as soon as we're done this series.
0: We sure will. Also, if someone wants to build me a little tiny car that I can drive, I would definitely (laughs) be into that.
1: I wish. I wish that arrived at the house in a big crate like a few weeks after this. Yeah, please build me a tiny car. It'd be awesome. Hello. I'd like to tell you about a new movie. It's a gangster musical called Bugsy Malone, and it's kind of unusual because all the parts are played by kids around my age. Now, hold on a minute. I can see a few of you out there choking on your popcorn at the thought of 200 kids in ringlets across the screen. Look, I'm not too fond of kids myself, but this ain't no ordinary kid story. Believe me, there ain't never been a movie like it. Take a look. Your name Robinson? You woke with Fat Sam? Go long, lover boy. New York, 1929. Prohibition. Gang warfare. A world of gangsters, showgirls, and dreamers. Bugsy Malone. Quite possibly the most unique motion picture for years. Everybody loves that man. Bugsy Malone. And if that isn't enough, Bugsy Malone is also the year's major musical. That sounds grand slam. Every year brings a great movie, every decade a great movie musical, Bugsy Malone. There's never, ever been a
0: movie like it.
1: Eat your heart out, Gene Kelly.